0: Welcome to episode six of a real page turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Today, we are going to talk about the short story "Why Don't You Dance" by Ray Carver, and it's a collection of short. It was a part of a collection of short stories. Um, in the uh, short story collection by Ray Carver of what we talk about when we talk about love. And it was released, that book was released in the 1980s, 81. And this short story was um, published in 1978. And Ray, Car- Ray Carver is really said to have revitalized the short story art in the 1980s. And this collection is one of those. And the short story is Why Don't You Dance?
1: So it was adapted, not really adapted, mostly just uh it's this short story inspired a film from 2010 called uh everything must go uh it stars wolf it stars will ferrell in the title role about a man who has pretty much like one of the worst days of your life that you could have he gets fired from his job and then comes home to see his wife has put all of his stuff on the front lawn and how he deals deals with it um the movie earned a Critical acclaim. Uh, many uh, many say that this was like quite a change of departure for Will Ferrell. So if you see this film, do not expect Step Brothers or Elf or Anchorman or anything like that. Is a vastly different character than he's used to. It debuted at the 2010 uh, Toronto International Film Festival, but it wasn't released in uh, theaters here in America until 2011, it was not a box office success. It lost money. It actually, against a budget of around $5 million, it only made about $2 two million dollars so but it's gotten uh, a little bit of a following since then and it has uh kind of grown in popularity as i don't know if you call it like a cult classic or anything but it's uh it has its audience and it was a uh, very interesting uh, how... yeah,
0: I'm really glad we came across this when we decided to do a short story because we don't do a lot of short stories and I feel like people don't read a lot of short stories unless you are in school or but people just don't kind of read short stories for pleasure, I find. And I'm glad we came across this one because I really liked the movie and it was something that I'd never seen before. Everything Must Go with Will Ferrell. I never had heard of it and I really enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was really well done and um, of course different because it's a short story and the short story is six pages and it's a very small snapshot of what's going on in this guy's life. It was, we begin to know he's an alcoholic and his wife has left him and he's selling all this stuff on the, front, on the front lawn because she put it there. And, you know, in the short story, we really only have, I think, like three characters. There's him and the young couple who come to try and buy the bed, um, who end up leaving with, you know, he gives them all his records and you could, you know, you kind of see that. So in the in the short story, you know, it's kind of very like a fraction of this gentleman's life. You know, it's kind of like 10, 15 minutes out of his day. And he has these kids drinking with him and trying to buy, you know, selling them his stuff. And then they they kind of leave and they're wondering about him. And it's kind of a mystery to them why he's doing. This. And what I liked about the movie is that, you know, we had a few days and we had extra characters. And so, and I think in a short story, you expect to see that in a movie. So you don't really expect it to see it follow the story because the story kind of inspires it and we get to learn more.
1: Yeah. You know, the short story, like you said, just takes a snippet of his life and that um, the writer and director of this, Dan Rush, you know, it seemed like he just kind of really e- expanded upon, upon, it. you see, he provides the backstory of what left. Him to the situation where he's selling stuff on his lawn and the uh, aftermath of it as as well. So it's it's pretty interesting how how he could do that. Just take this like one minuscule idea and I uh, in my experience like uh, learning about screenwriting and you know dabbling dabbling in it a little bit and try my hand. Like it's funny how you can get just like little ideas here and there and then expand upon it. So yeah, it was definitely it was very well written. I really really enjoyed really enjoyed it like i said it's a more dramatic story or uh, not you know There are like it's almost like a dramedy or something there's like some like comedic moments it's kind of like just a, a, some absurdity to it but obviously really very dramatic
0: <laughs> yeah and i feel like in the short story you don't necessarily feel bad for the protagonist because you know he's a drunk and he's out there and he's kind of just you know figuring out what happened but and you don't know why the wife left him and you don't know anything, you don't really get any insight into the wife, which I feel like the movie, you still don't ever see the wife in the movie, but you know of her and you get an idea that he was charged with something like sexual harassment and that's why he's getting divorced, which again, it... it. um resolves itself. So you still like the character then that that was false. But I, you know, they added the character of the neighbor and the young kid. um, So I feel like they made him a little bit more likable because he kind of took that neighborhood character, um, Kenny Loftus in and has that kid helping him. Um, Whereas in the story, short story, you really only have him and the two kids. So you don't get a lot of insight into, you know, anything that, that him being nice to people or why he's, you know, going through a divorce.
1: Yeah, it kind of shows his character as uh, multifaceted and it kind of reminds me a little like if you're in like a real life situation, say you're at the store and you see someone ahead of you in line who's, you know, just acting like a jerk or something and you you have that instant opinion of them, you have a negative opinion of them, but then uh, this is just a random person you're interacting with in life is that you've never seen them before you'll probably never see them again you don't really know anything about them but it's like the film you know the short story you just see this little snippet of him and and how he acts but the film kind of expands more on that and you could see what his motivations are what his goals are and what he's just trying to do and live live his life so kind of broadens your horizons and uh, and at the end of the
0: short story you know you see the young couple who had been in his yard and left with his records and everything and and the and the woman is still trying to make sense of it. Like she, she knows like there, he must be desperate that he's selling everything. And she says, you must be desperate or something to him. And then, you know, she kept talking. It's it ends with, she kept talking. She told everyone there was more to it and, t- and trying to talk, get it talked out after a time she quit trying. So she's trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. And I feel like, like to your point, like if you see somebody in a grocery store acting a certain way you create this story in your head or you tell people about it because you can't figure out like why that person acted this way and the movie gives us that little bit of that perspective that we don't have in the short story from the screenwriter's angle
1: yeah it's you know it it's very real and true true to life that you know people are multifaceted and we're we're not just filed into little distinct boxes that we all kind of have our own way of going about things and how aspects of our life affects affects our decisions and our life processes. And it's good stuff. Like trying to. So how
0: did you snapshot. feel about the short story? Cause I know we haven't done a lot of short stories. We usually read a book.
1: The short story, it took me forever. It took me several weeks to finish <laughs> these <least> six pages. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, yeah, it was just like, it was a nice little like snapshot. Uh, um, I kind of liked the thing about the, re- about the record. So, cause I'm a, I'm a big record collector. So that was a little uh, nice for me to see and, and uh, I thought it was interesting how it kind of um, differentiates in the book where he doesn't like he, do- he doesn't want to sell the records.
0: Um, I'm going to I'm going to do this story of this movie with the class that I teach at the one University on uh, my critical reading and analysis class. Do you have any suggestions of what I should point out or how they can you know what we can use for this class? That would help them.
1: I think it's good to like a- analyze like little things like this and maybe, you know, try to um... Now, Do you plan on showing them the movie too? Or
0: yes. Just... We're going to do the short story one week and yeah. <laughs> analyze it and discuss it, you know, like point of view and the conflict and the character development. And then we're going to watch the movie.
1: Maybe you could try to get them to, before you watch the, watch the movie, get them to look at, you know, and explain expand upon what uh what they think is going on with this character you know not having you know the movie kind of reveal hmm. you know the rest of the story and you know ask them like what uh what do you think is going to happen or how do you think he got in the situation and then compare and contrast the movie and see how uh close they get <laughs>
0: that's a great ex- that is a great suggestion <laughs> thank you I like it. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. So I, I like, I, I really like this short story. Um, and, and the movie was just so surprisingly good just because I think you don't hear a lot about it. So for any of our listeners, if you're looking for kind of a, I thought it was a little bit pulled at your heartstrings a little bit, you know, uh, you see someone's life kind of falling apart and how they're going to try to pull it back together a little bit, but I really, really enjoyed this movie.
1: Yeah, I really did too. And I, I, I said it kind of, uh, I did think it speaks to Will Ferrell's range. Now I'm not gonna say like, oh, this proves that Will Ferrell's an act, like a great actor because I'm one. I uh, defend co- I defend comedies all the time, and and I say like, oh, just because a comedian goes dramatic doesn't like prove their you know how great an actor they are because comedy is very hard to act in. You can you can deliver a great comedic performance, and that's the that is the hill that i will die on uh but it does show that he has some range because you know it's different it's a much different kind of performance than than what we're used to this is not this is not will ferrell as the cheerleaders on saturday night live (laughs) this is not you know this is not buddy the elf (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, but it was very, very good. Yeah. So we'll probably do a few more short stories. Um, I think that people don't know about or had the pleasure to read. But if you wanted to follow along with us, we could post the link on our Facebook page to this short story. Um, And the movie is, again, Everything Must Go from 2010. Yeah. And, you know, I was reading on Ray Carver, and he also... We came from a family where the father was a heavy drinker and he himself was a heavy drinker and stopped, went to Alcoholics Anonymous in like the late seventies. So I feel like this story, you know, not that he pulls from personal experience, but I feel like there was definitely some of his background that he maybe pulled into an alcoholic character because, you know, he, he has said he has, you know, come from a family with an alcohol problem and he himself went to AA. So it was kind of an interesting take on it to see what he would write about
1: that's very interesting and i wonder what um he wonder what he felt and like uh, how how he took this on yeah very intriguing one interesting thing that i i found this is this is the first um one that one that we've done where the story or book has a completely different name than the movie you know so that that does you know happen happen from time to time but i thought that uh, that was an interesting little tidbit
0: yeah. And I think there's others out there that follow the same thing, you know, that are inspired by a short story of a different name. Um, and I, I, know. You know, I wonder how many are out there and how many people have read the short stories.
1: You know, because they are so, they are so different that it'd be interesting to find if anyone who's read the short story and seen the movie and never realized that they, that they were connected.
0: Right. Yeah. Because I don't think I would have noticed these were connected if we hadn't been, you know, researching them and looking at them.
1: Yeah. I was only vaguely aware of this movie. Like I'd heard about it from time. I had no idea. It was, well, it wasn't really based on it. I think, you know, the term is like uh, inspired. It was inspired by the short story. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Well. I hope everyone, I hope everybody, you know, goes and reads some short stories now that we've had this discussion—a little break from the
1: novel—and
0: maybe people haven't been introduced to a new movie they haven't otherwise heard of.
1: Yeah, because that obviously, like I mentioned, the film was not a financial success, so it's kind of flown under the radar. But definitely uh, check it out; it's uh, it's a good watch.
0: Great. Well, thanks, Donnie, and uh, thanks, listeners, and keep
1: reading and keep watching.